So our group started really organically and honestly kind of an accident. During the flood, I saw all these people posting online, like, we want to help. Where do we go to help? And I wanted to create a platform to connect the two, so people who wanted to help with those who needed help. And so I started a Facebook page because I didn't really know what else to do, and I didn't know that it would work, and it did. So within a few days, we were running like a full-scale grassroots volunteer disaster response organization out of my office uh, with a group of amazing people. And yeah, it worked really well. We ended up helping you know over 300 homes in Boulder County, and. I think our estimated volunteer hours is over 20,000, which is a lot. Tell us some of the stories from those uh, days back in September 2013, some of the homes that you went in to help the homeowners. One of the homes that really got to me, and there were so many, you know, was uh, this man James's home up in Four Mile Canyon. So his house was in a creek. And he, he was a neighbor that was out helping everyone else. And finally, we got to a point where he was comfortable having us in his home. And he had about three and a half, four feet of mud in his house that he lived in for over 25 years that he built himself. Um, As far as I know, his house is still in the creek. Um, They weren't able- literally in the creek. Literally in the creek. Um, I I don't know that he ever got official permission to move the creek, which is unfortunate because it's really just like a very small creek. It wouldn't be that hard to move it, but that's a whole other issue. Um, And we took everything out of his house and it, it was one of the most emotional days that I had. I kind of had a breakdown that day. Like we had a lot of breakdowns. There were a lot of tears. It's really heavy dealing with people that have lost everything. It's it's not fun. It's, um, it's the hardest thing I've ever done. But for some reason at that house at um, that day, I I just completely lost it and was so overwhelmed in the most beautiful way at what we were able to give him. Like he was completely alone in this dark canyon. You know, he'd swum out of his house with his cat and had gone up on the hillside and spent three days camped in a tent watching his entire house fill with water. I mean, there was probably 10 feet of water in the house. Like everything was everywhere. The only things that were untouched were these books on the roof, um, bookshelf, like on the top of the house. And, um, Yeah, he survived somehow, and he's still living in the house. You wanted to make this documentary, but it's not a documentary about the flood. It's about something else. Yes, it's, you know, in a way it is about the mudslingers and how this community took action. But what I'm most interested in is the psychology of taking action. So what inspires someone to go from being an observer to a participant? And that tipping point is different for all of us. For some people, volunteerism comes really naturally, and that's just what they do. For me, it wasn't. This was the first time I've really volunteered before. And, you know, a lot of things got in the way before that, not knowing what to do, not having enough time, being like too busy. And for whatever reason, everything culminated. And this time I chose to take action. And that's a choice. And I'm so fascinated by what inspires people to make that choice. And I think by exploring that, we can empower other people and communities to look at their own tipping points and maybe take action. We're coming up on the one year anniversary of the flood. There are still a lot of people who are displaced who still need help. Has that volunteer energy, that enthusiasm, has it maintained over the past 12 months? Or was it something that you saw that just peaked in those early days, weeks? Yeah, it absolutely did peak. And, you know, I didn't know anything about disaster response before this. um, And now I know a lot. It's an amazing crash course. Um, What we did was like a first responder. You know, there's not a lot of organizations 
that can start and finish all the way through, it takes an enormous amount of energy. You know, we had a lot of people that didn't go to work for weeks, that dropped everything, you know, myself included, to give their time to this. And that, you know, necessity, like the time sensitivity, that begins to wane. And, you know, at first I, I didn't, I don't want to say frustrated, but it was hard to watch volunteer energy drop off because I wanted it to keep going. And I knew that, I mean, this, this is going to take years. And for so many people, life will never be the same. And that's a fact. There's a lot still to be done here in Boulder County and beyond. Um, I know that the emotional immediacy of the flood has long passed, but there is still so much work to be done. So if people are inspired to go out and volunteer, if they want to give their money to volunteer organization, that's amazing. You know, we, we're not trying to take away in any way from what's happening now here in Boulder, but we do want to inspire people to continue to get involved here. And um, yeah, it's a community effort, you know. So you have this Kickstarter campaign to fund production of the documentary. People have an opportunity until Friday. It ends at 10 a.m. Friday. So soon they just switched it from days to hours on the Kickstarter. Kind of nerve wracking. So, I mean, it's been like taken off and it's really cool to see the community get behind it. Is that one of the reasons that you wanted to do a crowdsourcing campaign because you saw the power of community involvement, whether it's volunteer energy or now we're seeing it in a funding capacity? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this was a community driven effort. You know, I I keep coming back to and I talk about this in the Kickstarter video, this analogy of a wheel like you need every spoke for it to work. And the film is the exact same as as what we did, like as the mudslingers, you know, it's you need the whole community behind it. And it seemed like an appropriate avenue to choose um, for fundraising. So what are your plans then if you hit this uh, $25,000 goal? by Friday morning, what will be next for the film? Start shooting. You know, I have a list of 30 to 50 people I would like to interview. So both volunteers and also the recipients, uh, flood victims, talking with them about the impacts. There's so much power in exploring, you know, individual human impact of something like this. Um, so interviews, and then we will move on to editing, post-production, and uh, we plan to have the film finished by February. And hit the festival circuit what what, mm -hmm. what are your plans for us yeah we definitely want to hit the festival circuit because that's an amazing opportunity to reach like an international audience on a huge level and um, we'll have a backers only screening party first so the first people to see the film will be the people that have pledged um, at that level or above which will be really exciting i'm so excited for that to share it with this community and I, we have some tentative plans now to have a free screening at the boulder theater on the second anniversary of the flood so we'll be working with you know sponsors to make that happen but i think that would be a really neat um, event 